Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to A Push. Today we're talking about Unit Two. We're half dead, half alive, mostly on the dead side. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Today we're in Period Two, which is from 1607 to 1754. And the big idea covered in this unit is that Europeans and American Indians maneuvered and fought for dominance, control, and security in North America. And as a result, distinctive colonial and native societies emerged. Okay, so the unit themes are American and Native identity, work, exchange, and technology, geography and the environment, migration and settlement, America and the world, American regional culture, and social structures. Yep, yep. All right, let's begin with two point one. So. The key concepts of 2.1 is the differences in imperial goals, cultures, and the North American environments that different empires confronted led Europeans to develop diverse patterns of colonization. Okay, so 1A. So the 17th century Spanish, French, Dutch, and British colonizers embraced different social and economic goals, cu cultural assumptions, and folkways, which resulted in varied models of colonization. Basically, their motivations motivated how their, like, colonies looked like. So Spain thought to establish a tight control over their process of colonization in the Western Hemisphere and to convert and or exploit the native population. So remember, like we briefly mentioned last time, they wanted that silver and the fur. Well, fur, yeah. Different countries wanted different things. Yeah. Like, the Spanish didn't really get fur, because they were mostly in the south. They were mostly but... after the silver mines. Silver, yeah. Yeah. And the French were after the fur. Yeah. Well, yeah. French, Dutch, kind of English. Anyways. English for more colonization. <laughs> yeah. There's the repartimento system and encomiendas that they used that we talked about last time. Moving on, the French and Dutch colonial efforts were more involved in relatively fewer Europeans and used trade alliances and intermarriages with the American Indians to acquire fur and other products or export to Europe. Yeah, yeah. I think like New York is an example, right, of like Dutch colony that was purely based on like economic profits. I didn't hear the first was it? what you said. <laughs> New York. I think it is. Dutch I think it is. Based on like, economic it was made profit. on a river, and like they wanted to control the rivers because they were mainly based on trade. Right, right. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of like French and Dutch colonists, especially compared to like the English colonists. Right, yeah. and then, again, like we said last time, most of the English were families or traveled in families, and the French and Dutch they were more like, you know, oh, you know, natives are. More like allies instead of, you know, people we have to dominate. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyways, 1C. Um, or 2.1C, anyways. Uh, unlike the European competitors, English eventually sought to establish colonies based on agriculture, sending relatively large numbers of men and women to acquire land and populate the settlements, while having relatively hostile relationships with American Indians. So... Again, just one thing to note, comparing the three different types of approaches that um, the European col colonies, European powers had um, in the Americas, uh, single white men, right? <laughs> slightly more families. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were slightly more families. 
mostly you should just focus on like how they treated the Native Americans. Right. Like right. the Spain used them okay. as slaves. The French and Dutch treated them and had them as allies, and the English just wanted to push them away so they can have yeah. the land. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Spanish integrated them. Okay. Wait. I think I found it. Yeah, I found it. Okay. So settlers in Spain is mostly men in large numbers. Uh, France is mostly men in small numbers. So that was what the difference was. Yeah. So Spain had like a large amount of that. Uh, natives and relations, violent slavery, intermarriage. Uh, France and the Netherlands were friendly and intermarriage. So that was the difference. All right. Moving on to second point. The British American system of slavery developed out of the economic, demographic, and geographic characteristics of the British controlled regions of the New World. So, unlike the Spanish, French, and Dutch colonies who accepted intermarriage and cross racial sexual unions with native peoples, and in Spain's case with enslaved Africans, English colonies attracted both males and females who rarely intermarried with either native peoples or Africans, leading to the development of ritual. Of rigid racial hierarchy. Ritual, <laughs> ritual <laughs> racial hierarchy. So right, I, right. so like I remember like reading somewhere that this was because they wanted to keep the European colonies European, and like if you weren't English, like if you were like Irish or like German or whatever, and you like migrated, they would like discriminate against you because you like weren't English. Like that's how. Hmm. What? That's how bad it was. What is? Okay. We're talking about intermarriage. <laughs> well, well, it ties into discrimination. Yeah, yeah, it ties into discrimination. Um, For the intermarriages, again, this part is so connected. I don't know how to <laughs> separate. So economic, demographic, geographical characteristics. Uh, we get into more of that later, do we? Yeah, with the part three. Anyways, the abundance of land, a shortage of indentured servants, the lack of an effective means to enslave native peoples, and the growing European demand for colonial goods led to the emergence of the Atlantic slave trade.、Uh, one thing I remember was that natives,、uh, they tend to know the landscape or the environment, so they escaped pretty easily, and they were very susceptible to diseases. So they died like really fast, and that was. Another reason why the Atlantic slave trade was kind of like you know more prevalent. But、uh, moving on, or unless you guys have something to add to that, or no, because we sort of already talked about the Atlantic slave trade last time. I think. Yeah, we've gone、I'm、through a lot of、yeah. these. A lot of the good stuff comes in Unit Three, Unit Four. You know. All those good stuff. You know, one and、um, two aren't that important on an AP test. They're only like what ten percent, or something like that. Anyways, something like、uh, that. C reinforced by strong belief in British racial and cultural superiority.、Uh, so basically, what was the norm? What was the norm? What was the term for this?、Uh, Eurocentrism, I think.、Uh, the British system enslaved black people in perpetuality. Perpetuity.、Uh, however, you say that. Perpet, perpetuity. Perpetuity.、Um, al- yeah, I I perpetuity? think. Perpetuity. Perpetuity altered African gender and kinship relationships in the colonies, and was one factor that led to the British colonies into violent confrontations with native people.、Uh, one thing I do remember from this was that, for example, in Africa,、uh, 
a lot of the planting that sort of were done by women. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure it's that. And they tended to enslave a lot more men. Or they enslaved both, but they tended to like put men to plantations more often. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so perpetuity is a constant stream of identical cash flows in with no end from Investopedia. Um, so that's what perpetuity means. Uh, I don't think that's the right definition. <laughs> I, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it is, ding. I don't oh. th- in, in this no, case, I don't think it, are you sure? It's I, not like a history definition? And it's, I don't know. It might be it, it that it was like a constant forever. stream of like enslaving people. Yeah. Could be that. Probably it doesn't have to do with invest investment and economy. No, it's probably anyway. just like that they did it all the time. I mean, they did, they did have it for like a major part of their economy. but that's... Yeah, it's just something that basically is lasting forever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we digress. Moving on. <laughs> Africans developed both overt and covert means to resist the dehumanizing aspects of slavery. This one I can think of a lot of like possible SQs or that sort that they might give you or like parts of the passages for like the MCQs. Africans, uh, when they were enslaved, for example, they uh, held secret meetings at night. Since if you'll get to this much later, like unit three, unit four, but uh, for example, they tended to, well, they weren't allowed to uh, later on when the slave laws were increased. But yeah, um, I phrased that really badly, but uh, they wow. tended to keep their own religions as well. So, for example, like voodooism, that's how that came to being, if I'm not wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was a mixture of both uh, spiritualism and Christianity, if I'm not wrong. I might be wrong though. Anyways, so yeah, so slaves had overt, which means like uh, those rebellions and that type of like uh, slave uh, like uprisings. Like direct methods external, of Right, external. right. So like they would like, uh, they wouldn't work, for example. They would break the tools. Uh, covert would be more, well, breaking the tools kind of is kind of covert, but not really. Covert's kind of like Continuing not, cultures, families. Yeah, continuing cultures, families, uh, despite not being allowed to. The reason why slave owners decided to like dehumanize uh, slaves or Africans was because that was basically the only way that they could like control them, I guess, in a way. And in Unit Three, Unit Four, uh, I don't know which unit, but uh, was it? <sighs> I didn't forget the third president's name, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. He was very <laughs> controversial. Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Why do you keep talking about the later unit? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, okay? I remember something. Like, plantation okay. owners, they, like, tried to, like, use Christianity and the Bible to, like, make slaves feel like they were destined to work. And, like, it was, like, the only way they could, like, benefit themselves. Right, right. Yeah, you can see that in the Belgium colony in Africa. Right. <laughs> all right I moving on just went completely off topic moving <laughs> moving on we're in u.s history <laughs> all right third section um along with other factors environmental and geographical variations including climate and natural resources contributed to the regional differences in which would become the british colonies 
A. The New England colonies, founded primarily by Puritans seeking to establish a community of like-minded religious believers, developed a close-knit homogeneous society, and aided by favorable environmental conditions, a thriving mixed economy of agriculture and commerce. Uh, should I just also say B and C together because these are all sure. together? Sure. Okay. B. I closed Chrome. B. The demographically religious and eth- ethnically <laughs> diverse middle colonies supported a flourishing export economy based on cereal crops, while Chesapeake colonies and North colonies, North Carolina, not North colonies, North Carolina, <laughs> relied on the cultivation of tobacco, a labor-intensive product based on the white indentured servants and African chattel or slavery. You guys are lagging like a lot, but it's okay. <laughs> I think that's um, a you problem. Yeah. No, because I'm saying, well, yeah. Anyway, C. The colonies along the southmost Atlantic coast and the British islands in the West Indies took advantage of long-growing seasons by using slave labor to develop economies based on staple crops. In some cases, enslaved Africans constituted the majority of the population. Uh, okay, so let's analyze what that was because it was just like a blurb of words. Okay, so let's start with New England colonies. So New England colonies were... Uh, basically puritans uh, made from puritans and they were like very strongly religious and that's what kept them together i guess based in a way Mm -hmm. uh you can also contribute the we talk about geographical things here right so uh they also have a different geographical setting uh in which made it different so it's basically why they didn't have much slavery up there was also kind of because of geographical reasons, but it was also religious because they tended to want to do stuff by their own. So like sustainability. I think this has something to do with religion because I read about it, but I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure it is. I think another reason why they didn't have a lot of slavery is because I think in the New England colonies they they worked in like family units. So like every member in the family right. like either worked on the farm or like cooked the meals. And also, they didn't, like, have any indentured slaves, not indentured slaves, indentured servants, because they wanted to, like, make sure that their next generation of children or grandchildren would have work. So that's why they didn't have any, like, coerced labor. Right, right. And it was cold and rocky. Small farms and fishing. That's what my note says. Mm -hmm. Um, And I lost it again. All right. Found it again. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Right. Let me see if there's so anything. So moving on to the middle colonies, then. Wait. Oh. Wait, wait. Let me add something. I think they had town meetings, democratic, demographic. No, democratic. Ignore how I splintered that. <laughs> Notable wars here. Metacom's war. Uh, doesn't have to deal with this section though. Uh, yeah. So like Dove said, family <laughs> labor, general uh-huh. wealth, equality. That's what they had. So yeah, okay, so moving on to middle colonies. The middle colonies were called the breadbasket colonies because like Shadow said, they could grow a lot of food because the climate was pretty vibey there. Wait, did you say red basket? Or a- bread, bread basket. basket. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Red basket? Alright, alright. Um, they were also really religiously tolerant because that's where like the Quakers were they were vibing in like Quaker oats. So that's how you want. Okay. I'm gonna make a meme of that later. Let's like that's like just like a can of Quaker oats shaking right. because that's what All the Quakers right. did. 
Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but the Quakers were peaceful. Notably,、yeah. this will come into importance later on in a lot of things. So thank you, Quakers, for being historically significant. I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay.、Uh, all right.、Uh, southern colonies. Oh wait, one thing to know. Mid. Okay, I created a new page. Not what I want. So I... middle, middle and southern colonies.、Uh, they tended to have warmer climates and more, like climates more suited for plantation. And since they also weren't like a rocky, you know, climate, they tended to have more space. And it was more yeah,、uh, like better farmland. Right.、Uh, so, like for example, the middle colonies had lots of had lots of diversity. So it wasn't that tight knit group that we see in the northern colonies. And citizenship to all Protestants is what I have here in my notes. Yeah, they gave like citizenship and like allowed different groups of people to vote, which was like, like it was like Maryland, right? The other things. Maryland was、huh? one of the Maryland was one of the colonies that were like. Citizenship to different people, or am I thinking of another yeah, state? Yeah, I think Maryland. Yeah, Maryland Act of Toleration: all Protestants, all Christians, but it didn't go to Jews and those who don't believe in Jesus. So, so much for religious toleration. <laughs> well, it was Anyways, more religiously tolerant than the Puritans. Like, if you weren't Puritan,、right. they would like kick you out. You're right. You're right. Yep,、yeah, like Shadow said. Much warmer climate, sometimes even humid, much better land, so suitable for like tobacco and those kind of cash crops.、Mm. All right, I'm reading my notes right here, and it says I was talking about the enslaved Africans going to the Caribbeans. It said ninety percent of all enslaved, all enslaved were sent to the Caribbeans, but it autocorrected to Caribbeans. So we're just gonna ignore <laughs> that. <laughs> Okay.、Um, I want to carry some beans. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to two point two? Yeah, yeah,、happen. yeah. All right. Key concept two point two: European colonization efforts in North America stimulated intercultural contact and intensified conflict between the various groups of colonizers and native peoples. So competition over these resources between the different European rivals led to the conflict within and between North American colonial possessions and American Indians.、Uh, this is very prevalent,、um, like it's very noticeable in Unit Three, where like you know, do you the mean British... stop going into other <laughs> units? Okay, Unit Two.、Uh, I'm gonna、um, like start bonking you every time you do that. Okay, all right. You were gonna say something before I cut you off. You've been cutting me off this entire time, but okay. Um, I don't remember okay, what、Dad. I was gonna say. I okay. I don't think、all、I was、right. gonna say anything. <laughs> well, all right. Okay, so Metacom's war is an example of these kind of conflicts, and it was essentially be,、uh, because like this dude Metacom from I I don't remember what clan. He was also known as King Philip, so you can also like you may also have heard this like event as also like King Philip's War, depending on like where you learned it from. But essentially, it's basically he gathered up a bunch of like Native American clans and attacked the、uh, Nate,、uh, not the natives,、uh, attacked the、uh, English、mm. colonies. I well, think, I think the they、words. were pretty、Nate. successful. 
Wait, and was it with their allies or was it just the English? Wait, no, it was just the English, right? No, it was with their allies. It was with the English what? native allies. What? Yeah. No? Wait, no. I, what, what were you saying? What do you mean, like, with your allies? <laughs> like, Medicom attacked the English and the English allies. Native allies. Yeah. I think they just attacked, like, the English colonies, no? I'm not sure. Let me see. Between indig- Okay, from Wikipedia. King Philip's War armed <laughs> conflict <laughs> between indigenous inhabitants of New- Well, <laughs> of New England and New England colonists and their indigenous allies. I don't know if that answered the question. <laughs> um, just between New England colonies and Native Americans. Let's just put it like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure they also fought the English's allies, Native allies. But it's hard. wait, hold on. I don't, I don't see that here. <laughs> well, all right. Well, we only have a small paragraph. It's all right. It's a, but yeah, it's, it's not important. That's why it's not that important. Just it's not that important. Of... You just need to know the cause and effects. So here also shows like the signs wait, of like brewing wait, wait, hatred. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't they like put King Philip's like head on like a stick I'm or about like that? to talk about that, but you know, it's okay. I... Go ahead. Okay, go. No, 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 no. Go ahead. All right, Duff. Well, <laughs> during this time is also the increase of uh, resentment towards natives. And like what Duff pointed out, they put King Philip's or Medicom's head on a pike and basically that's basically a form of disrespecting like the enemy in a way but this eventually will lead to a bunch of other like not yeah conflicts uh, a bunch of other conflicts with natives and yeah so like resentment started building for example in unit three paxton boys all right back to you uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so Putting King Philip's head on like a stick, or like I don't remember the proper pike. term for it, but it's pike. like <laughs> not a, a stick. Pike. So a it pike. basically <laughs> a stick is a thin branch, okay? A oh pike is God. a thick branch. <laughs> Let me talk. It's set like the president, pres president, not president, but like president, <laughs> like a see. It like set the example for like how other Europeans should like treat the natives because if they're treated if like the Puritans are treating them <laughs> that badly, then other Europeans are gonna get the impression that that's okay and that these natives are savages because they like ruined all the Puritan villages. So they basically also like tainted the reputation of the natives, which was what facilitated more conflict later on. Right, right. Don't yeah. put your enemies head on a stick, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I I think didn't they do that in the French Revolution? No, they put them on pikes, not sticks. Oh. <laughs> Alright, anyways. You might as anyways, well just say twigs. Your, oh my god. <laughs> anyways, as European nations completed compete com not completed, competed in North America. Right, okay. The colonies so focused on gaining new sources of labor and oh my god. <laughs> right, right. I'm producing and acquiring commodities that were valued in Europe. Okay. Alright. Um so yeah, so we know that Burr. European nations competed in North America to put heads on sticks. Um, and the colonies that focused, <laughs> and the colonies uh, focused on gating these, um, on more labor 
in order to produce more of like the crops and that sort. Uh, for example, tobacco uh, used to be something that the Native Americans had. I think I'm not wrong. I think the Native Americans had them first, and then the Europeans came, notably the English, and they began to cultivate it, cultivate the tobacco, and produce more lung cancer. So. <laughs> um, well, they didn't know it was lung cancer causing. Well, they、time. didn't. They thought it was actually like but medicinal it did. and helpful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they say the same thing about vape, but it's okay. Changing I... times. <laughs> All right. Don't do vape, guys. It's very harmful. Okay. All right. Enough with the public、I... announcement. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Make sure you go check out our other resources as well as our other podcasts for a push. We have our notes on our website. We also have videos if you guys would like those for all you visual learners. Make sure you like, share to your friends, subscribe if you're on YouTube, follow us if you're on、uh, Spotify. Make sure you also follow our other social media links, and make sure you don't put your he- enemies' heads on pikes. I mean sticks. Put them on pikes. Just kidding. Change your line. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Talk to you guys next Bye. time. Bye.